Hey everybody, welcome in to our marriage podcast <laughs> that we're just going to start doing. Yeah, we're just going to start it off. My name's Layton. And I'm Haley. And we're the Shaquins. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about wanting to start this podcast for a little bit. We just thought it'd be something fun to try out and talk about our lives and marriage and experiences that we had. So Yeah. Nervous as crap, but we're going to get started. <laughs> the funny part is they can't even see our faces. It's just our voices. And we can delete what we want to delete and things. So we're really yeah, kind of so fake. Like, maybe about like 99% of this is never going to show up. It may not ever no. show up. We may talk for three hours and you only get 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah, true. Where Anyways, should we start? Let's just start with how we met. Let's go okay. with let's go your perspective. How do we meet? Mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh first, my gosh. first part. First part. How do where we meet, how we meet. <laughs> um yeah, I feel like it's it's good to pass off the story though. I oh, we, oh, we will. Okay, oh, okay. I I'll definitely interject with my okay, side good, of things. Good. Okay, so from my perspective, we were so we met at church. Um we were getting baptized through our we we both went to like a really big church here in Lincoln and we kind of met in the green room like the backstage prep room of our church as we prepared to get baptized there was like a big like church celebration like church service about this baptism and we were you know two of the however many 30 some people mm-hmm. um so we're getting the low down and like we we go to this green room and and I'm in the back room. Okay, so this green room is like Haley, me, and then other people, like 30, <laughs> 30 people or so. And I'm back there with my dad and Papa, uh, yeah. my grandpa, sorry. Um, and I'm kind of like looking around the room. I'm like, holy cow. There's a stunner <laughs> over across the room. Hello. I'm like, I got folks on Jesus. You know, this is, but she's a cutie. That's all I saw. <laughs> my first thing is like, hey, yo. This is uh, oh, this is our senior. We just graduated at the time yeah. too, so we had never met each other before. Like, and just we, saw each other, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And you you saw me? I saw you. Yeah, really. Literally, I've never told you this. All I thought to myself was like, I look so cute in my high waisted black jeans. <laughs> you had high waisted <laughs> black jeans. I've never seen that too. I know. And like, know. so then we're lining up out of the green room to go on the stage, and our church was pretty big at the time. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I saw her praying with her cousin and I was like, my cousin, Emma, shout out. I love you. Oh, and <laughs> I was like, okay, this girl's cute. And she prays. That's a, <laughs> that's a steal right there. Right. <laughs> because she Not loves baptism, prayer. I think the Lord was just moving in me in so oh many different Lord. ways. I just let that emotions arrive. No. <laughs> <laughs> holy no, water. No, Give okay. a shout out to the holy water. Yep, we just baptized. Nice. nice. Okay. So yeah, we got baptized. Okay. So yeah. I forgot baptized. Really didn't see you after or anything like that. No. Uh, but that same Sunday night, I had a friend group go to Playmore, which we're from Lincoln, Nebraska. So we are in the middle of kind of nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> it's the country. So Playmore is, we basically, it's a place on Sunday nights to do country swing dancing. And in high school, that was the thing to do, right? You just go right. on, the, on the dance floor, get in your line and do the country cupid shuffle and oh, stuff no. like that. so i'm there I, with my honestly, friends i never really went to this thing like i bet this is my third time maybe going so the fact that like we ran into each other at this night was unreal it's pretty crazy yeah and that's the thing too is like i was just with my few friends there mm-hmm. and you were with your friends right. and like i saw you at one of the tables and i was like Don't i got that. baptized with her today <laughs> And that's the girl that had the high-waisted shorts and looked like a <laughs> dime in the back. So I was like, okay. So I approached her. 
you know, all all cool. Like I, I remember doing biceps that that night after after oh baptism. Was like I gotta look good. <laughs> you never know when the wife's gonna pop up. And sure enough, <laughs> so I got over there and I was like, hey, got baptized with you today. Uh, I just want to say hi and introduce myself. And they left. That was the extent of it, right? I literally okay from my perspective. I remember zero percent of that. All I remember it was Leighton was dancing with this girl who I knew from high school. And all I could think about was, I mean, I'm not an emotional person in general. Like I am, but I'm not outwardly that way. Yeah. And I remember sitting down in the back corner with my cousin Emma and saying like, dude, I don't know why. I am so upset right now. I'm mad at this boy. I don't know his name. He's dancing with this other girl and I am pissed. And all I remember <laughs> is him dancing with this other girl and like looking up her on Facebook. Like, why am I mad at him? So basically, long story short... Late and I's first fight, he had no idea. I had you know, no we, idea. We were fighting, he didn't know it. <laughs> he didn't know my name. It was a good fight because yeah, I ended up, uh, yeah, I was just consulting with my, one of my buddies like the rest of the summer because I didn't really see you too much after, right? I, yeah. I did see you a few other times. So um, about a week later, we went to play sand volleyball at a local lake there. Mm-hmm. And I was with my friends again. It was a big group of our class. And then you were with your friends on the other sand volleyball court. I'm like, there she is again. Like, she popped up again. And this time, me and my cousin, talked with your cousin Emma right. we just talked with her like <laughs> in the we, parking lot I in, saw the, it. in the parking lot like and I remember seeing her from this like I'm talking with one of her friends I hope she sees me <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough he did so but I saw her again there and then I also saw her she didn't see me I was in the crowd just creeping like but at the farmer's market on Saturday uh, the next week I saw her there with her basket of goodies and stuff oh. like it was like She's here again. I saw her again. Okay. I got to do something. Got to message what a creep. her. Got to do, got to get in contact with her, get her number, something like that. So as, as any millennial would do, as any, you know, charming <laughs> man would do, I, I added her on Facebook, messaged her. Heck yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was my first, first punchline there? Oh, dude. Wait, the one we're both thinking about? Right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. He legit brought up, wait, I yeah, hope this beginning. Is, okay. He literally said, he was like, oh, oh, you dated my cousin, right? And I was like, bro, <laughs> why would you bring that I up start like, off straight with, out the gate? <laughs> I start off with like, oh, I remember you. You dated my cousin. Like, and I'm over here like recovering from heartbreak. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it all back up. So yeah, yeah. that's how I introduced myself. Um, and then, yeah, basically after that, I we talked a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was going to uh, it was a small NAI school to play football, so I was leaving Lincoln where she was at, mm-hmm. and to do that. And so at that time, I didn't know if anything was going to go anywhere, or anything like right. that. So I just kind of went off and did my football thing for about a month or two. Mm. I left in July. We didn't talk. Oh about, yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, about a month then, huh? Yeah, because we just started. Yeah. Yep. So like our very first official date was August fourth, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, like, we met, like, we got baptized May 16th-ish. Mm-hmm. Then we had our first day on August 4th. We went to coffee and we went geocaching, oh, if you no. remember what that means. You know what geocaching is. Oh, what a throwback. Oh, what a throwback. Geocaching is basically an app that you get on your phone, <laughs> and you can track down little goodies, little mm-hmm. portals around your town, local town, yeah. and there'll be notes where you can write You've been here. So literally our first date, we scaled a brick wall to try to we, find this little portal to, to write our name down. On this we never scroll. found it. We never did. <laughs> but our hope was to find it. Yeah, and that was, 
Yeah, that we was... We did that like two more times, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, so from there we started dating. Like I was just talking with her long distance a mm-hmm. little bit. Like it was in, you know, our way. Not yeah. that long distance, but um, yeah, just talked a little bit. Got to know her a lot better. Came back on the weekends, like every weekend mm-hmm. to try to hang out with her and stuff. But yeah. yeah. And then like from that point on, so his very first, he played football and got a scholarship to that school. And so like, we're, we're kind of new. We're like freshly dating, you know, I'm meeting the family for the very first time. It's this tailgate for his very first ever, <laughs> like college football game, like a big deal. Mm-hmm. I drove up in my dad's red truck. Like it, this is happening kind yeah. of thing. And so, you know, everything kickoff goes on. Kickoff goes on. <laughs> I don't know sports. Oh, wow. So, like, everything starts out. I'm sitting with his sister, Tessa, and his mom and dad. Like, it's all happening. And what happened? What happened? Oh. Third quarter of the first game, my very first right. college football game. I was out there. I was doing my thing. I was mm-hmm. like, I saw my shot. My shoddy was in the stands. I was like, I got to represent. You know, she's watching me. I'm so there I, screaming for both teams because I don't know who to cheer for. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I went up for a pass in the third quarter, flipped, and broke my arm. Snapped yep. it right in half. Right now. Um, <laughs> That's a good way and to And that ask, ended right? my football career. My, hey, my, my very illustrious football career. So yeah. then essentially. The boy was wheeled off the court. Like, the, not the court. The court. The field. F- f- <laughs> yes. So, so here I am. Mm-hmm. His whole family is going to the hospital, the ER, in this small town, Nebraska. Small, small town. And I'm literally like, what do I do? Like, I drove an hour and a half here. Like, I don't yeah. know where to go. So I just like hung out with his family, like his grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. and his siblings just in the waiting room waiting for him to like come to. And yeah. And basically, yeah, I broke my arm. I was taken to this tiny, dinky hospital that was all the lights were shut off mm-hmm. when we got in there, and they had like two lights on for one office, I think. And maybe I rushed in there, and they diagnosed me a broken arm and whatever. And Haley was in the waiting room or whatever. Yeah. It just waited on me, like only had talked over digital sources, like texting and Skype sometimes, right? I literally remember before going to the, like before following your family to the hospital, Mm -hmm. like thinking to myself, is this my place? Like, do I follow? Do I leave? Is it? And I honestly just felt like I needed to go with you. And like, this this crazy thing too is like, this is all part of like, not to be cliche, but God's like sovereign plan. Like why would a girl that's barely met anybody in my family, the first time she meets my family is when I'm playing a game and I'm not even at the tailgate. Right. Second, like she's decided to stick around for some reason, like and, and come to the hospital and all this stuff, like. And then at, at the end of that, when when I decided to go home, I rode home with her in her janky yeah. red truck <laughs> that had no shocks whatsoever. So no. I was, my freshly broken arm has not even healed; it's just in like a sling, bumping along this <laughs> her entire this road, highway. an hour home back to Lincoln. So, all for I just, love, all for love, and hey, the love paid off. Look where we are. So. Yeah, essentially, then we just, I, I stayed around Lincoln and, and went back to just work and went to the university, local community college, stuff like that, just to try to get my degree. And, mm-hmm. but yeah, we just formed our relationship from there. And yeah. it was super cool to see God working and us dating because I remember first, like, the one number one thing I told you right away was, like, don't love me more oh, than wait. God. So, like, our very first. So that like scooters was our first date, and by our third date, this is before he left for school and stuff, right? Would you, would yeah, you say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
it's like our very third date was we went to dinner. We um, ended up, we have a, a, whatever it's called, like a trend of climbing buildings. Oh, yeah. Because we scaled a parking in garage. High, so, mind you, we're just fresh off a of high school senior year. Yeah. And we thought the funnest thing to do was climb buildings and sit on the roof. We did that a lot. We climbed like four <laughs> different churches. Like churches. At least, yeah. And so we, anyway, yeah. so our third date, we go to dinner. You know, it's very casual. You know, it's romantic dinner. We end up going to this um, parking garage. We climbed oh, yeah. up it. And we're just sitting on this like tower, basically, just having this heart-to-heart, like talking about past relationships and fears mm-hmm. and just what you desire for a future spouse. And I know it felt soon. I mean, just in terms of like the amount of time we had known each other, but it didn't yeah. feel that way no, in the moment. Didn't. I felt very comfortable. It felt like really like at peace. And I think mm-hmm. that's just something that came from Christ. Like, yeah, I don't, I didn't know you very well. Mm-hmm. Like we had like a few dates and like all of a sudden, like there's this overwhelming peace. Like I want to share this with you and I want to yeah. somehow kind of engage with you deeper than past relationships and somehow I want to be known by you too like so I think that those are all like tangible attributes of of Christ that was showing himself in our Mm -hmm. relationship like hey maybe this is something that we should definitely pursue more and it was like really interesting because during that conversation I feel like we opened up a lot about like Mm -hmm. we had learned a lot from our past relationships like I dated a um, like My one cousin. and a half guys. <laughs> Does it admit it? <laughs> no. And, you know, we honestly just opened up about like, we had learned a lot and we really desired like a, a godly purposeful relationship. And yeah. I remember, and I will probably always, always remember you initially telling me like, I, that your desire for me was to never idolize you. Mm just in terms of like your relationship with Christ specifically, like never to idolize or put you on a pedestal. And like, I mean, there have been several times in dating and especially marriage where I've had to catch myself doing that, you know, like expecting and, you know, just putting you on this pedestal of like perfection that I, you know, shouldn't put you there. And, Mm -hmm. It happens anyway, and I just, I don't know. That conversation was so impactful, and it was only our third date, so I feel like from then on, it was a very purposeful, um, intentional relationship that, yeah, led us to where we are I think that's a key thing, too, in the relationship. I'm not, I don't know if anybody's even going to listen to this or not, but, like, one thing that... But one thing I noticed with Haley, it's come from the male side of things, like... She very much encouraged me in Christ, and that's a very cliche thing to say again. Like, oh, you encourage your your spouse, you encourage your boyfriend, girlfriend, and in, in, in Christ. But like, it was different in the sense of, like she actually actively engaged me in Christ. Like, how are you doing spiritually? Like, how are you doing with me spiritually? How are you doing with leadership roles outside of me? Like, those type of things that um, are are just great heart checks for myself and, and how I need to check myself when I am with Christ as well as how I'm leading you and those types of things, which Mm -hmm. as boyfriend and girlfriend, like I I think very healthy things to do in the sense of checking your heart of the one you're looking to marry possibly. And like, Mm -hmm. how are they doing spiritually? Like those random heart checks and like if they get deep and involve converse, like deeper conversations, that's amazing. Like that, that breeds life that breeds that more intimate connection. Um, 
I'm not sure if we're going to do another podcast or not, but we can definitely you know talk about think, that at a later date. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like it was really important too for us to have like, especially during like dating and engagement. I think it was really important for us, and I think something that I wish we had done more was. And I, f- I feel like definitely when we were dating, we were better at this, like having close friends to talk to about spiritual things mm-hmm. because there, there is a balance and a healthiness to sharing deep spiritual things with the person that you want to spend the rest of your, li- the rest of your life with. Um, and I feel like even like leading into our, like our, um, engaged relationship, you know, there's an important boundary, I feel like, when it comes to sharing deep heart yeah. spiritual things with somebody who's not your spouse yet. Mm-hmm. And just like having a good spiritual balance between. And I feel like you had really good close friends that you could turn to and ask questions to. And I, I had the same thing. And I think we both pursued that on our own. So we could come together and not expect. Right. From each other. And I think that's that's definitely healthy is to, there's a, a, a boundary that needs to be set almost in the sense mm-hmm. of like physical intimacy, but also emotional intimacy mm-hmm. because yeah. emotional intimacy leads to physical intimacy. and, and So with, naturally too, it's natural to right, do that. Right. Yeah. And I think that's part of Christ's design to have that intimacy, obviously, but there's, there's without a covenant mm-hmm. marriage, it's outside of God's design. So um, I definitely think that's very important yeah. to have those strong male and female, however old they are. Um, you know, obviously, we encourage more experienced people with that to, mm-hmm. to confide in and to get guidance from and wisdom and to help know the scriptures a little bit better and those types of things that can help you, uh, one, become a better boyfriend-girlfriend for the other person so that way you're leading spiritually. And by leading spiritually, you're leading with those um, boundaries in place so that you can preserve your physical and emotional intimacy mm-hmm. more for that marriage covenant. Um, but also you're developing that wisdom and leadership as well for the marriage covenant, which is so critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that's something that often gets lost is, is I know, especially now today's age, like some people want to get so physical so fast because they think that leads to the emotional side of things and like well we got to get here before we can get there like and that doesn't have to be the case and that it's going to lead to damaging and um heartache down the road so ooh, can of worms sorry yeah (laughs) down a little little bit of a trailer but kind of going back to our story a little bit so that's a little bit of like what we pulled from dating um and even engagement a little bit i think engagement was a different ball game though because Um, at that point, right, you're, you're committing to that person. You're like mm-hmm. not committing entirely, but you're committing to in the sense of like, I bought you a 10 K ring or something. No Hopefully way. don't ever spend 10 K <laughs> ring. Don't ever spend 10 K ring. I did not do that on Haley. If you do, it's fine, but like, don't do it. But your money can go other places. <laughs> <laughs> so I encourage that anyways, but that it's more of a commitment. It's mm-hmm. more of that, that sense of like, okay, I choose you and I'm actively choosing you and like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that's the case, one of, I say the number one thing of engagement, I tell all the people this is marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of our engagement is marriage counseling. Yeah. Me too. Not picking out things, not doing it. It was, it was, it wasn't m- colors. It wasn't decorations. 
even as the bride, I think it's really easy to have a pressure to like have your wedding look a certain way. I wasn't the type to dream up my wedding as a four-year-old. I never was, but like, man, those things just don't matter. Even when you're in it, like you're, you're pumped and hyped to get married to your person. But like those things never marriage counseling. Mm -hmm. That was, that was marriage prep for us. That was marriage. That was wedding planning. Yeah, it is. Right. (laughs) You know? Yeah. That is like the truest form of wedding planning. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's, it's the truest form because you're planning for a marriage, not, you're not planning for one day. You're planning for eternity, you know? You're planning for the rest of your life. And mm-hmm. yeah, you can't plan for everything in those nine, 10, one year, you know, mm-hmm. time frame. Um, but you can prepare your heart as much possible, like uh, applying yourself to the Bible and, and mm-hmm. submitting yourself to his word, seek that guidance, right. but also so those older than you and wiser than you and a, an older married couple who you've seen love Christ's love, like show through them. Mm-hmm. And, and we know that and. Our pastor and his wife, Dustin and Catherine Rogers at Heritage Bible in Lincoln, like we saw that in them and we gravitated towards that because we love Christ and we love his word and we love what it says and we love the truth because we know that brings us joy and we know that brings us guidance and ultimately it's going to bring our marriage into fruition and and flourish together. So like um, we sought those people out and like if you're engaged or, or whatever it may be, like we encourage you to do that as well. Yeah. I feel like, and looking back to on like our marriage counseling experience, oh my word, marriage has taught me so much about the truth of the gospel and the insane grace of Christ in my life personally. You know, and if if you're not married, if you're not dating, if you're not engaged, you know, the, the truth of the gospel is what brings satisfaction. Mm Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take marriage counseling to understand that or be um, opened towards that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like through marriage specifically, our sanctifying path has been unreal. Like mm-hmm. to be able to experience forgiveness and mercy and grace from each other. But ultimately like realizing that all of those king- things come from Christ beyond our spouse, beyond our friends, our family, Mm -hmm. you know, the ultimate source of grace and forgiveness is from Christ. So like, honestly, looking back at our marriage counseling Mm -hmm. time, I'm like, wow, we were babies. Yeah. No, yeah. We were babies. So, oh my goodness. We were such babies. And like, just to echo what you just said, because you nailed it. Like your ultimate source of satisfaction confirmation in yourself and your ultimate source of identity and love comes through submitting yourself to the word like outside of that no boy or girl is ever going to satisfy that in you like and we're not going to come here and say that like we do that perfectly no because honestly like even though date three Layton said don't idolize me i have done that like i've totally fallen and done that and put him on that that throne that he doesn't belong on and it's so easy to let that happen in a relationship but like the ultimate source of that has to be christ Mm -hmm. but praise god for his grace right Mm -hmm. like that he comes down and and saves us from ourselves and our identity like i I did the same thing for you too Mm -hmm. like i I definitely idolize you in the sense of like constantly worrying about what she 
thinks about or feels or mm-hmm. um but it's, it's okay to care about her wants and needs i'm not saying <laughs> discount those things but what i am saying is like men if you're not leading from a sense of the gospel and grace and you're not leading in this with in mind of keeping christ at the forefront and you're leading in mind mm-hmm. with your wife at the forefront you're gonna fail like you're gonna yeah let yeah. her down ultimately like Ooh. if you think she's at the forefront yeah, like you will point. suck like yeah that's a really good point <laughs> and so that that's that's just one thing like from marriage counseling that I pull from ultimately was mm-hmm. the ability to, the ability to rely on the gospel as your guidance instead of man or your wife, like will, will lead you more down the right path, I guess. I'd love to hear from you. Sorry, this is a sidebar. Okay. Sidebar. Yeah. That's a sidebar. Note, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear from you. What is the gospel to you? Gospel to me is, ultimate truth it's it's the gospel to me is the life death and resurrection so it's christ living the absolute perfect life so but i mean the perfect life is he did not sin once he didn't he didn't make one lie he didn't wasn't prideful in any way shape or form he lived the absolute perfect life that sat that satisfied god's wrath essentially because god wanted us to be perfect like he created us to be perfect and we yeah. sinned in his sight. And the only way to, to satisfy that was through in a perfect sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And that perfect sacrifice had to be one who lived the absolute perfect life. Mm-hmm. And the one of the perfect life was Jesus. He came on this earth and lived and died. So what he did by living the perfect life is he then sacrificed himself uh, for our sake. So... He died on the cross. He died a brutal death. If you don't know about the death of Jesus, research it because it's very brutal and it shows you how it just mm-hmm. gives weight to your sin and it gives gravity to the entire situation. But he died the death that we deserved. We deserved to die and be separate from Christ. So Jesus died and was separate from Christ. Like he felt the weight of the wrath and sin and separation from Christ. That's the ultimate, that's the ultimate, uh, you know, punishment there isn't it like you're separated from christ you're not able to feel his love that that that's what christ did for us he he intervened and was separated from christ and and after three days he resurrected so that's the that's the joyous part right everyone posts these crosses and things like that like he died for sins yes but why don't we wear tombs around our neck sometimes you know like because if he didn't raise from the dead if he wasn't out of the tomb my sin would still be there, right? Like, cause he didn't Ugh, defeat, I've never thought of that he didn't defeat way. sin and death yeah. at that point. Like he defeated it. He put it to rest. He, he, yeah, he died for our sins. Yes. But like he also rose again and defeated sin and death. So that way maybe we have that step, that way Christ can be unified with God again, as well as we can be unified with Christ mm-hmm. again as well. So that's just the gospel in like in a brief nutshell. Um, and it, by the, life burial or life death and resurrection of, of of jesus we can experience the grace and the love and the truth that you might hear about in this podcast moving forward but also in just life in general and so yeah. that's an awesome thing so hope that answers your question no <laughs> it does sorry that was on the spot it was a curveball but yeah i'm, I'm sorry about that the curveball, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh man yeah but um one thing i want to know is what has been your favorite thing about marriage so far Another curveball at you. Wait, for me and you? No, for you. Just for you. Oh, good. Um, hmm. If you hear us snapping or 
batting at things. It's our dog trying yeah. to jump on us. So heads up. I'm currently petting him to keep him down from jumping on my face. Favorite thing about marriage so far? Um, man, we've been so so encouraged by Ryan and Selena Frederick's podcast. Oh, like fierce marriage their, their fierce marriage podcast. Shut up. Um, man, like that has been such turning point for us. So much encouragement and truth. Um, what was that? Don't mind that. That's <laughs> laptop. Um, yeah, so much, so much encouragement from them. Um, and honestly, something that's brought to my mind most recently through that podcast, but just kind of diving into our relationship with each other. I would honestly say our friendship. Really? Why is yeah. that? Um, I mean, oh, yeah. It just, it's so meaningful to me to know that I can always come to you with anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there's no specific trip. Like, we've traveled together. We've yeah. done fun things. We've had great date nights. Like, we have a dog now. Mm-hmm. There's so many amazing things about marriage. But honestly, I think the slowest moving the most subtle and um, impactful thing to me has been the friendship that I share with you. Mm -hmm. There's no fancy glamorous interpretation of that. It's just, that's the Mm -hmm. way it is. I just love having you as my best friend that I can share anything with you that we can laugh together Mm -hmm. and joke with each other and just be stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There is like, I just like, I, cause I love the same thing too. Like, that's been one of my favorite things of marriage too. Is just a friendship and like yeah. the bond we have. I've never sang in front of anybody. Okay. Okay. So like two weeks or wait, one week ago, not that long ago. About two weeks ago. Literally, like Leighton will like fake sing. Like he'll he'll be stupid about it. And he'll make singing. voices. Uh, and I love to singing. sing. So like on this one, uh, we were driving back from Kansas City from a uh, shoot of mine, and I was like, okay, so we have this thing called. We call it wife card or husband card. Oh, and it's, yeah. it's literally like a trump card, but your spouse's version of that. So like, you know, if we don't want the other person to be out with friends that night, we say wife card, like stay home with me. I really and then want you, you cancel all plans. You, you cancel all the plans. No but questions asked. In this case, Haley decided to pull her wife card. Dude, I pulled my wife card and I was like, you are singing for me. Like, no, yeah. no, no faking it. Like, I'm going to find you the perfect song and you are going to sing for me. And I wife carded that crap. And he was like, he was sitting there terrified. Like, this you know, is happening. It took me at least an hour to like build the courage. Oh, at least. I was warming up. I was at doing, least. I was I'd doing my. I probably played 15 different songs to just get him hyped. It was on the right one. I, what was the song that I, you sang to? I don't even remember. It was Something all by played. John Mayer. Oh, definitely John. Oh, <laughs> Slow Dancing in a Burning oh, Room. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I just decided to like suck it up and sing a song, but. Yeah, going just, back, just, just sharing intimate, yes. vulnerable things with each other, like super vulnerable. So good. Yeah. So good. But yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the same thing I love about marriage too is like the friendship, but also like the vulnerability of it all, and like the ability to like tell one another like deep dark secrets, yeah. and being able to tell another one deep dark sins, and have those be forgiven on the spot, but also like. Yeah feel the embrace of your spouse during those times there has never been for my me personally in our marriage there has never been a more vulnerable terrifying um heart-wrenching thing to share crap with you ultimate like the worst heart issue stuff 
and be met with grace that can only come from Christ. Like that in and of itself, I think in the last year. So we've been married, well, it'll be three years in September of mm-hmm. 2019. Two months. Two months away. Mm-hmm. Or a few months away? Not two. No, about three. Like three ish. Mm-hmm. And I mean, year two has, I texted you this I know. a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah. Year two has been the hardest emotionally i would say yeah not not hard between us like we're not bitter towards each each other or or fighting a lot there's not any of that it's just been difficult like a lot of things coming at us but oh my word i would say year three has been my or like heading into year three so the end of year two Mm -hmm. has been my favorite the best time i've ever had with you i would agree i think that they always meant like say this quote about like marriage is the best form of sanctification. Mm-hmm. And like this year, so much sin has been exposed. So that way our marriage could flourish more. Yeah. And, like grow closer together. Like the weeds are being pulled away from beautiful flowers mm-hmm. that are trying to grow. Like that's And my... how, how much of that is the gospel though? Like all of it. Like the, the more like Christ reveals mm-hmm. and the spirit reveals our sin in our lives, mm-hmm. we are so much more able to like to have the space and the ground to like yeah experience what it means to live a holy life yeah he was the one pulling those weeds out you know yeah. he's the one revealing yeah. that sin to us so that way we could love one another one another better and that's the one of my favorite parts of it and like i think one of my favorite verses from this past year was psalm 143 mm. one of my favorite psalms as well i think it is my top favorite psalm actually but yeah. I'm sure a part of it it's just like helped us out or help me out so much with just like a lot of stuff with like this year and what happened. But Psalm 143 verse 7, answer me quickly, O Lord, my spirit fails. Hide not your face from me, lest I be like those who go down to the pit. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. For your namesake, O Lord, preserve my life. In your righteousness, bring my soul out of trouble. And your steadfast love you will cut off my enemies and you destroy all my adversaries of my soul for I am your servant. I know it sounds like a lot of killing enemies and stuff like that, but like that, <laughs> the enemy is the soul. Uh, the enemies of the sin that's attacking my soul, right? Yeah. It's, it's that spiritual warfare being waged against me and you mm-hmm. and our marriage. And I love that verse seven, answer me quickly, Lord, my spirit fails. Like requesting from Christ, like, Lord, hear me. Like, Lord, see me. Lord, I need you this sin is attacking me. This this turmoil is attacking me. These trials are getting after my heart. And Lord, please cut them off so may I bring your I, that I may do your will and bring you joy. And that you may lead me on level ground. Like that your steadfast love may reign supreme. Like I I just love that imagery of of that. And that's like one of my favorite verses from this past year, just because it's like one all my past sin has been stampled or trampled by the steadfast love of christ uh like i just talked about the gospel like Mm -hmm. he died for all that and he you know rose again to defeat that and i I just love that so i just want to show it because that's one of my favorite verses and that's one of my favorite things that i look back on from our marriage i love that yeah 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 how long has this been too long not long enough right we're just talking we're just chatting i know um Okay, last thing we'll do, because shout out to Ryan and Selena. Yeah. You guys took this. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just thought we'd talk about our favorite um, favorite date that we've went on. So oh, yeah. Hit me, with your favorite, hit me with your favorite date that we've ever been on, Haley. 
We have been on a lot of amazing days. So side disclaimer um, or side note, whatever you want to call it. Um, we do plan a date night every night, one day of the week. We make yeah. time that night set aside for us to either sit on the couch with popcorn and watch a movie or mm-hmm. we go do something. Usually we try to go do something. We try to get out of the house. We try to go get Depending dinner somewhere. We do depend <laughs> on moods. I would say more often than not, we actually do stuff though. Yeah, right? yeah, like, for sure. So, but yeah, anyways. Favorite date night. Yeah. Um, I have such a bad memory. <laughs> I would say my most favorite was from recent, like very recently. Okay. We packed a cheese board Ooh, yep. in our cooler that we got for free. And we, um, honestly, we just like brought our dog. We went to a lake, set up a picnic and we just talked and mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with personality tests. Oh my So God. a lot yeah. of the talk was about the Enneagram, I'm not gonna lie. Um You're like an I element OG or something no, like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're an embarrassment. <laughs> Sorry. Um I'm an INFP. Okay. Thank you. Um yeah we talked about that a lot. I just that's been helpful to us mm-hmm. our, in our marriage oh, yeah. from from my perspective because you don't care about it. Whoa. Um but yeah that was my, one of my favorites. Yeah. I'm a big quality time person. So like having the space and the avenue to just like talk about things and be with each other with no distractions is always my ideal. So what yeah. about you? My most memorable one. This is mm-hmm. one I just always think about and like, that was so much fun. I'm curious. Um, Defy Gravity. Oh, yeah. So we went, to, <laughs> we went to Defy Gravity. If you don't know what that is, it, it's basically like a trampoline place so fun. Uh, with like foam and a bunch of trampolines everywhere and basketball hoops and stuff you can play on yeah. and, and optical courses and that was my most favorite one because like we were doing something active we were out we were having fun so sore the next day so sore the next day but it was so like sore. a blast to like push each other on trampolines and like do that <laughs> and then at the end of it we got chinese and watched that's a show because um we that's just who we are as personality we just eat food and kind of watch a show which is probably not the healthiest thing but <laughs> we, we connect that way sometimes <laughs> so like we defy gravity Chinese in a, in a movie to cap and a little bit of fun time as well. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my favorite date. Um, that was a good one. That was a really good one. We gotta go back there, right? We actually should. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's what we basically want to talk a little bit about us, our story, our marriage a little bit, what's impacted us. And yeah. Yeah. Any closing thoughts for the people? Hmm. For the people. I the don't people. think we'll ever share this, to be honest. Okay. Maybe we will. I hope we do. Okay. Anyways, regardless of if that's the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you do hear this and eventually hear us, hit us up on Instagram, Haley hey. C. Shaquin or Layton Shaquin <laughs> for any other recommendations you want to hear on podcast or anything like that. Yeah. like to hear from you guys. I don't know. Maybe it's just closing, one of you. Closing thoughts. Um, just really love you. This is fun. That's our first one. We didn't know to expect this. No, I had no plans. <laughs> no, this is just fun for us. We kind of just started this because we'd be like, hey, we find to talk to one another and kind of record it, see what it's like. So, yeah. Had a good time. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. I love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. And again, hit us up on social media. Um, Haley C. Shaquin, C H I C O I N E, or Layden Shaquin, C H I C O I N E. And uh, be happy to hear from you guys. Maybe you guys like this. Any feedback at all. So thanks, guys. Thank you. Goodbye.